This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Kim Reynolds with Dogman.com with Scott Eklund. Today we are going to review the secondary post-spring ball, talk about each one of these guys and uh, how they stack up on the depth chart. And when we start talking about defensive backs, corners, and Huskies, there's a lot of guys and a lot of them are interchangeable. Again, we will be breaking down each and every position on a podcast as well as written context as written, <laughs> tongue-tied as well as written content it's just while doing the podcast it just gives us a chance to add a lot of context and go a lot more in depth but scott when you start taking a look at the secondary last year they really ran into some depth issues and it was dbu under jimmy lake and chris peterson but that seemed to have changed last year but with the depth that they're developing right now defensive backs could shortly be one of the strengths on the team yeah, yeah. I mean, they've, they've got a lot of bodies and they've got some talent. Now we just need to see how they all work out and how they all fit together. But yeah, they, they've addressed a lot of needs. But last year, I mean, Chuck Morrell re- addressed it during the spring. He's never seen a position group take so many injuries. That I mean, and he's been coaching for almost 30 years. And he said, I, I've never seen a position group take that many injuries like that. They were actually talking about moving some offensive guys over to DB like they yep. did John Ross there for a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah it was bad. It was yeah. bad last year. I think kind of the standout guy uh, for spring ball, the guy who really stepped it up, was injured quite a bit. And Coach DeBoer and Juice, uh, Coach Juice, just made it a point to always mention this guy. Elijah Jackson really turned it up this spring. Yeah, 6'1", 191 pounds. Hasn't really played a lot yet, um, but that's partly just because, like you said, Kim, he's been injured. He, he's got the best vertical on the team. I think he had a 44 during the spring, or I'm sorry, during the winter workouts and um, looked really good, was finally able to get on the field and stay healthy, never really seemed to have any uh, health concerns and um, locked down guys on his side. And and I think the coaches are really excited to see what he can do now that he's got some of this confidence going. He's a big kid for a corner. Yeah, 6'1", 191 pounds, got long arms, um, real quiet, isn't a, a huge talker, it doesn't seem like, um, but uh, a guy who really likes to get after it turns it on when he gets in between those lines. Yeah, and right now I would pencil him in as the current starter. I'd list him as number one on one side of corner. Uh, Jabbar Muhammad, the transfer from Oklahoma State, would be the other guy. Yeah, I, I'd be shocked. It, okay, with Elijah Jackson, as much as I liked what I saw in the spring, and I know the coaches did too, I still think there's a pretty heavy battle between him and Thaddeus Dixon and, and uh, Javion Green for that other starting gig. Jabbar Muhammad is the one that if I was putting, if I was making out a, st- a depth chart, I would put him in as the number one guy, period. Um, 5'10", but might be a little smaller than that, 185 pounds. He's not 5'10". Uh, no, I don't think he's 5'10", but, um, you know, he's out of Oklahoma State, started for a year and a half for them, plays with a ton of confidence, um, really gets after it, super quick, 
um, can turn and run with guys. He's not going to be a physical guy. That's not really his game. His game is is being just around the ball and and uh, and making plays. And that's what he did during the spring. Now he got burned a few times too. Um, and part of that was, you know, and he even mentioned it and some of the coaches mentioned it, there was some miscommunication and he's still kind of learning their verbiage and all the different things and all the calls and all that. But as he gets more comfortable with got things and, and works out things with this in the guys who are on the inside at safety and at Husky, who are the ones who make a lot of the calls, he'll get, he'll get better. And, and I have no, uh, no fear about him being out there on an Island he's, with the best receiver on the other team. Yeah. He's the sticky guy. Yeah, he's just going to be around the ball all the time. That's just what he is. Yeah, and Thaddeus Dixon, he's a JC guy coming in. I thought a lot of people had him penciled in until, you know, they saw the outstanding performance in spring ball from uh, Elijah Jackson. But Thaddeus Dixon, he kind of got lost in the shuffle with COVID and then had some great issues, wound up at a JC. But he's been impressive. It looks like he's still trying to find his footing a little bit, but you can definitely see that he's going to be a player. Oh, yeah, he looks like a dude. 6'1", 190 pounds, but he he carries it in a different way than Elijah Jackson does. And he he shows off those abs, Kim. and that's something that we've always said. If we had the abs that some of these guys have, we wouldn't, we'd show them off too. You know, he's just a guy, he's long, he's got long arms, just like Elijah Jackson. Uh, he's physical at the point of attack. He likes to stop the run. He likes to come up and play the run and be physical with the wide receiver in the slot and also just off the line of scrimmage. So um, a guy just to keep a name on, I, I still think that when it's all said and done, Thaddeus Dixon is probably your starter. But um, with the way Elijah Jackson played, I think it's really up for grabs. It's really a coin flip between those two. And then we got the third guy kind of in the mix. But I think he's probably a year away from starting. Yeah, one of the starters at corners quite a bit last year was Mish Powell out of O'Day, the walk-on. Has he been yeah. given a scholarship yet, or is he still a walk-on? Oh, no, he's been on scholarship. He's been on scholarship for at least a year, if not two. Yeah, um, they, yeah. They, list him as, they list him as a corner, but he was more or less playing that Husky position. Tell people the difference between playing corner safety and Husky. Well, playing corner, you're outside, and you're, you're going with the outside wide receivers. When you're playing the Husky position, you're over the slot usually. You're closer to the, the quarterback. You're closer to the line of scrimmage all that kind of stuff, and and they needed a big physical guy there. Now, last year they had Dom Hampton there, but Dom Hampton seemed a little bit lost when it got came to coverage. I'm not saying he was terrible. He just – I didn't think he was – it was a good fit for him. Mish Powell is a guy who can play in coverage, and that allowed them to move Dominic Hampton back to safety. And so at safety – you're you're usually a little further off the ball, although the they're they're going to be playing a lot of in the box safety with with Dom Hampton up there uh, playing some playing some uh, uh, strong safety. But as far as Michelle Powell, you know he's he's a guy who um, it filters from Asa Turner to him, then out to the corners and things like that, and all the calls and all that different stuff. And and that's one thing that Mitch Powell has said that he loves to do is make those calls and be in a little bit more control than he was when he was on the outside and just worried about one side of the field. So he said he's excited by the opportunity. And I, honestly, I wrote it up. I thought he looked like I thought he took to it like like, you know, it was just a very natural thing for him. And uh, yeah, I six one, two hundred and six pounds. Great in the box safety can tackle, too. Yeah, he looks of the guys that play corner. He's probably the biggest and most physically impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I would. Say. Yeah, he's listed at six one, two oh six, but he looks bigger. Yeah, he does. He looks a lot bigger than that. He, yep. Yeah, and then the next guy, JV on green was hurt quite a bit last year. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he he was. He was the one guy who stayed relatively healthy. I mean, he did. I think he missed one or two games due to an injury. But for the most part, he was he was the one who took the spot of 
Leroy Irvin and uh, Jordan Perryman when they were out. You know, he was the one who came in, kind of thrown in there as a true freshman. 6'2", 197 pounds. He's a big guy, long arms, uh, was recruited as a safety corner hybrid, could have played Husky, and that might be his future down the road. We don't know. But, um, you know, he's a guy who learned a lot last year, got burned several times. I mean, you saw it. There were times when he just missed a call or um, he just didn't play things right uh, from a technical standpoint, and it it cost him a few times. But, um, you know, he's a guy that that said, you know, my confidence has never been higher. I think I'm playing really well, and the coaches have really liked what I've done. And and I I would echo that because – Julius Brown has been saying over and over that he really loves how he's progressed. My guess is he's probably your third or fourth corner on the team this year, but next year is when he'll be able to really challenge for for a starting spot. Kayla Presley out of Rainier Beach. Uh, he's from Federal Way originally, right? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, Caleb, Caleb Presley listed at six foot, 175 pounds. Um, he looked, he should still be in high school. He had some moments, but he still looked like he was trying to get his feet under him quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you show up, you know, kind of late to spring ball. I mean, he, he, he missed the first three practices, but then came in and did the last 12 and, and he, he there, they threw him right into the fire right away, Kim. I mean, he was out there covering Romo Dunsey and, and uh, Jalen McMillan and J- Jalen Polk. And, and he, he was learning some lessons. He was like, welcome to the, welcome to college football rookie. But as things went along, I thought he started to pick things up a little bit better, understand the defense a little bit more, what they're trying to do. And uh, he's a guy, he's got a ton of promise. I wasn't as high on him coming out of high school. I, I was like, yeah, you know, he's an okay player. I don't, I don't think, think he's as, as great as everybody wants to say he is, but um, from watching him again and and watching how he moves and do the different things and, and how he really likes to play physical football, even at six foot, 175 pounds, he likes to come and mix it up in the running game. He's a guy who I think down the road, get him to about 185, 190 pounds, six foot, 190 pounds. He's going to be a nice uh, weapon on the outside for the Huskies. He'll get playing time this year, but next year and the year after is when he'll really make his mark as a Husky. A couple of walk-ons at uh, corner. Jackson Berman is a freshman out of uh, Valley Christian down in California, listed at 5'11", 186. Antonio Hill out of um, from Bellevue, but he's a JC guy. He's a senior also listed at 5'11", 187. And kind of the intriguing guy to me. I'm kind of waiting to see if he actually does anything. There's a corner on the team is Ane Nagarajan. And yeah, I don't think, was he at spring ball or not? Yes, he was. He was out there yep. because I know he was doing track. He's the fastest guy in the team, Scott. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's fast, but the, you know, he's, he's fast in a straight line. It doesn't, but when you're playing corner, you got to be able to turn and run with guys. And, and I think that's why he doesn't have a scholarship, but um, you know, he's a, he's a really good, good walk-on player for the university of Washington. They like him a lot. He works hard. He's a sophomore. He's out of St. Francis high school up there in San Jose, California. And, and, uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't think he'll ever be a guy who, who earns a lot of playing time, but he may get out on special teams and, and, uh, and, and, you know, make his presence felt on special teams, but more than anything, he's just a good practice guy and a guy that the coaches, uh, can use in, in reps with the third team. When you get into the safety position, is Hampton a safety or is he a Husky? Or is, are we calling him a Husky? What are we calling him? No, we're calling him a safety. I think he's, he played almost exclusively at safety during the spring. And that looks like the best position for him. He came in starting at corner his first year here. He's kind of a special on, uh, uh, kind of a terror on special teams and 
kind of knocking guys out a little bit. Yeah, so 6'3", 218 pounds. He and Asa Turner are those get-off-the-bus-first guys. I mean, they they just they just you know look the part when they when you see them out there. Uh, Hampton struggled in space last year, and I don't think there's any way to argue that. You watch him in coverage, and he just he he looked you know overmatched by a lot of the guys that Washington was facing down the road. But then when you got watch him in spring, and he's playing safety, it's a little bit different where he's not backpedaling and turning and running with guys. He's able to have things in front of him, and then he can break on passes, and that's where he looked like he knew what he was doing and and where he was able to make an impact. And I think this is going to be I think. The move of Michelle Powell to Husky and Don Hampton back to safety, I think that's going to be huge for the Husky secondary this fall. Yeah, Don Hampton and Asa Turner pretty much, uh, you know, I would consider them the starting safeties. Other guys are going to get some reps, but those are your top two guys. I know Asa Turner over the years has kind of frustrated guys, but at 6'3", 206 pounds, he looks the part. And I think I, I'm expecting a pretty good year out of Asa this year. Oh, absolutely. I would I would be shocked if he doesn't have a better season than we than we saw last year. He he just was around the ball a lot more. His technique was a little bit better. The coaches seemed to be excited about how he had progressed and 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 he was playing a more physical brand. Now, you know, he's not the most physical guy. And like you said, Kim, that's frustrated people because they think at his size he should be much more physical than he is. But you know what? Guys are who they are not because of their body size, but because of their mentality. And I just, I think um, Asa Turner is more of a guy who wants to get out there and make plays on the ball rather than um, come up and hit guys and lower his shoulder and destroy people. And that's just not his game. And you know what? That's fine. Just know who you are and play, play the best that you can in the style that you're used to playing. And I think we saw that a little bit more this spring. And yeah, the- you know what the scary thing was, Kim? He that- said he's been here six years. This is only his second full spring ball. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That is crazy because he's been injured the other times when they were taking part in spring ball. Yeah, and a guy that we really saw flashes from, another guy who is uh, passes the all-look test, uh, Tristan Dunn. Uh, he's probably the tallest guy back there. Let me see. What do they have him listed Six, at? 6'4". 6'4", yeah. 190. Um, I think he's going to be putting on another 20 pounds easily. Um, yes, last year was his first year. He actually redshirted last year, but he saw the field in those, uh, I believe he played four, four games. games. Yeah, he did play in four games. And he was a guy, you know, we talked to him during the spring, and we're, and we're like, hey, you know, what what happened? What, what How did things kind of go? And he was talking about how he had some off the field stuff that he was dealing with. And and I'm and I know that there was some personal stuff that he was dealing with and his grades just weren't where they needed to be. And so that was one of the reasons why a lot of schools didn't come after him. Arizona State did. He committed to them. And then Washington swooped in at the last uh, the last minute when the new staff came in and they offered him and he flipped his decision. And, and he's a guy who just um, gets out there and works and he likes to hit guys. He's a gym rat. He likes to be around the football facilities all the time. He's going to be in there studying film and doing different things. He's taking his clue from Asa Turner and the way Asa Turner works. You know, we they have him listed at safety, but he played almost exclusively at Husky this past this past spring. So, you know, during the spring. And, and um, I think the Husky coaches just want to figure out different ways to get him on the field. He's going to be on special teams. He's going to be on coverage units. He's going to be at Husky. He's going to be at safety. Um, you're just going to see him all over the place doing a lot of different things this year. He might not be a starter, but he's going to play quite a bit this fall. Yeah, one of the guys who gets on the field that always seems to make a play is uh, Mikel Esteen. Yeah, and you know what was funny was uh, Coach Inge said, I think it was last season, didn't he come on the field for – 
in his first two plays, he had interceptions. Yep. I think that's what it was. And Coach Inge was just like, man, we need to take you and get a lot of lottery ticket um, because he just he seems to be around the ball. And that's what happens when you're around the ball. You make plays. You, you have the chance to make plays. And McKellestine is that guy, 6'1", 180 pounds. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's going to be around the ball. He likes to play coverage. He's a coverage safety. I could see him playing some nickel, some some husky spot, but mostly he's going to be playing that free safety spot where he can he can just be around the ball and, and make plays on it when it's in the air. Vince Nunley out of Freedom High School down in Oakland, California. Um, he disappears at times, but then at other times he flashes. But I thought thought that towards the end of camp he really started to come on. Yeah, well, you know, I you know people might not remember this, but he blew out his knee in fall camp, like the second week of fall camp. Remember, he was making plays every day in practice in spring ball and in fall camp he was making plays every day and then he goes out and he blows his knee and you know blows his knee out and the coaches said it really set him back and it it was frustrating for them because they thought he was playing really really well he's he's a third year sophomore here at the university of washington i think he's a guy who the coaches really want to see stay healthy so that they can get the most out of him he's just got that knack for being around the ball just like michaela steen he just always seems to be there, and he's got that long frame. It, we, they only have him listed at 6'180 pounds, but gosh, Kim, he seems a lot bigger than that, or seems at least longer. a lot longer than that. Longer, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got long arms, long legs, and and he just comes up, and he, he likes to hit. There, I, I don't know if you remember. Remember when he came in and just walloped some guy up? up uh, I think it was Tybo Rogers. It was kind of who, oops, sorry. Yeah, yeah, snicker, he wasn't trying yeah. to hit him that hard, but uh, yeah, he came up and gave him a hard hit, and and I think that's going to be a nice, nice backup for Washington this year. And then Nunley will probably be one of your penciled in starters at the start of spring in 2024 because he's got that that ability to go out and make plays. And I think that's what the coaches are looking for in that deep patrol. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Diesel Gordon is another guy who still should be on in high school. He is out of Arlington, Texas, or number 26, but uh, cool name. And uh, he's another kid who still should be in high school and still trying to get his feet from out, you know, from under him. So. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell. I'm sorry, Kim. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, but. he's just, he's just a youngster and you know, he, he just got kind of baptized. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, you could see that he was swimming quite a bit, especially in those first couple of weeks of practice, but toward the end, he was getting in there with the third team and making some plays and doing some different things. Coach Morrell loves him. Coach Morrell absolutely loves him. He was the main coach recruiting him. He was the one that really wanted him and pushed for him to be on campus and Washington got him. And uh, now we'll just see, you know, does that pay off? He's smart. He's around the football a lot. As a senior in high school, I think he had five interceptions uh, playing safety for the first time. And he's going to play safety at the University of Washington, although I could see him doing some Husky work as well. So, um, you know, that's that's a that's a guy to keep an eye on uh, down the road. Cam Fam, Cameron Fabi Kulanen, is he a Husky? Is he a <laughs> corner or is he a safety or is he all of that? Yeah, I think he's a better fit at safety. He's just 
you know, we talked about how Dom Hampton had some struggles in coverage. Oh, boy, did Cameron Fabi Kulanen have struggles in, in coverage last year. He just he doesn't seem to do very well in coverage. I think he's much going to be much better as a safety, more as an in-the-box guy, um, can come up and make tackles in the running game. And, and the coaches like his attitude. He's smart. Uh, he just isn't the most physically gifted guy in the world. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why he struggled was just because he he just couldn't handle uh, things in space like some other guys are able to do. So, um, yeah, he, he'll play safety this year. I don't know how much you'll see him. I think he'll be more of a special teams guy um, because I think the coaches really wanted an influx of talent at the you know, in the secondary. And we've already kind of listed it off. They've they brought in a bunch of guys to to come in and battle. Sean Toomey Stout out of Coopville. I'm trying to remember if there's ever been a Washington player out of Coopville, but uh, he's a junior walk-on out of Green Bank, Washington, and Tristan Warner. He's a local kid out of Bellarmine, Bellarmine Prep. And yeah. uh, uh, Sean Toomey Stout, uh, he, he can play. Yeah, both of both of those guys are good players, you know. And and Toomey Stout is a guy who I could see getting some reps, like late in games, if it, you know, not blowouts necessarily, but uh, you know, games when you can get the third and the second and third team in there and get them some reps and things like that. He's a guy who I think will be in there, you know, I, and he could be, he could even be a, a, uh, a special teams guy too. So uh, both of those guys are, are smart. They're great practice players and the coaches love them. Remind people one more time, what position the Husky is and how would you define it? Well, the, the Husky spot is the nickel spot, but it's really a hybrid safety corner spot. And what that means is that they've got to be able to cover guys out of the slot um, and when, when they go to zone, that's when the, they're going to be the most effective because they're going to be able to play the, the underneath routes. They're going to be able to come up and stop the run if the team decides to run with them and, and everything like that. So that's kind of what you're looking at. Whereas the corner just focuses on those, those outside wide receivers. And it's, a, it's a different, a little bit different route tree for those guys. And then the safeties have to worry about playing up over the top and making sure guys are lined up and doing those different things. Yeah, we we have- did forget one guy though, Kim. Who's that? No, we, we haven't mentioned um, McCutcheon. Oh, well, yeah, I thought he was at the Husky. He was. Is that what we're talking about now? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Dom Hampton is a Husky? No, Dom Hampton is a safety. Okay. Mish Powell is a Husky? Mish Powell is a Husky. Tristan Dunn is? Uh, husky and safety. And Dyson McCutcheon? Uh, well, they had him playing corner sometimes, but mostly he was playing the Husky spot. Okay. Yeah, yeah they, I know it's but people are just going to have to, you know, when, when they're expecting solid answers from us. Well, these coaches are moving these guys all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> so, kind of, yeah. Some of them are Cordell Stewart. They're slash. Yeah. They're, they're slash. Just doing a lot of different things. Yep. Yeah. Dyson McCutcheon, a grandson of uh, Lawrence McCutcheon out of Bishop Amat down in Claremont, California. Yeah. He's the smallest guy that they've got listed at Husky at 5'11", 183. Yeah. But he comes up and he plays physical. You know, he's, he's, He's like Miles Bryant in stature, really. I mean, he's a little bit bigger than Miles Bryant, but he's a smaller guy, but he comes up and he likes to hit. And uh, the coaches, uh, honestly, he was one of my candidates to possibly leave because I think he could go and find playing time at another at another school, but he has decided to stick it out, and that's good for Washington because he's a good player. He's only a sophomore, so he's got time. Only a sophomore, and he's a return guy too. So if Washington wants to look for some options at the return at the return spots, he's a guy who who to keep keep an eye on because he he is he was a pretty decorated punt returner in high school. 
three more guys coming in in the fall, then they love all three. And Leroy Bryant, Curly Reed, and Vincent Holmes. Yeah, yeah, those are all three guys. So they took five guys. Two of them have already enrolled, Diesel Gordon and, Cur- and uh, um, Caleb Presley. And then you got Curly Reed and Leroy Bryant at safety and Vincent Holmes at safety. And Vincent Holmes was a guy who could have actually been a wide receiver in college if if he went to a different school. Um, he's, he was a gifted, very talented, very decorated wide receiver coming out of high school down there at San Jacinto, but his, his future is on the defensive side of the ball. He's just got great ball skills. He's long, he's athletic. Um, he understands how to play the deep patrol, the angles that you have to play at and everything like that. And the coaches were just ecstatic when they can get a guy like him with his talent level into the system with Curly Reed, you know, he's out of Louisiana. I mean, Washington doesn't get a lot of Louisiana kids. I think we, we talked about it and it was, uh, Brady Roussel, Bradley Roussel, Bradley Roussel was the last Louisiana kid we could come up with. Um, I still miss his dad, Holland. Man, that guy was awesome. But, uh, you know, that I was getting off topic, but he's he's a really good corner. The only reason he wasn't more heavily recruited and he was. But the reason he was wasn't even more heavily recruited was because he had a knee injury as a junior. So that that really hurt his uh, recruiting. And then Leroy Bryant was a guy that Juice Brown got in with real early. Uh, He had offers from a lot of different people, uh, a lot of different or a lot of different schools. And uh, Washington just stayed firm with them, and he stayed firm with them once he committed. And uh, Washington fans are going to really love the tandem, or actually the trio at corner that Washington brought in, and Caleb Presley, Leroy Bryant, and uh, Curly Reed. Yeah, Vincent Holmes, I can't remember what the numbers were, but he uh, ran track and put up some eye-popping numbers in track Yeah, I want to say it was like a 22 flat. Was that in, in, in the 200? Something yeah. like that. I mean, that's 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 flying from what I'm aware of. I'm, I'm not a track guy, so I don't know. But, um, you know, everybody's told me, you know, he's putting up some ridiculous numbers. Yeah, so keep an eye on Vincent Holmes. Again, he put up some eye-popping numbers on the track. And with what's coming in, you're expecting him to take five or six guys in the next Yeah, I would say class? minimum. I would say five. Five is probably where you're looking at. Maybe six if the right guy wants to commit to you. But, um, I, you know, and a lot of it's going to be mix and match. You know, there's going to be guys who can play safety and husky. And there's going to be guys who can play husky and corner. And then just straight up corners and just straight up safeties. So we'll just have to see how things kind of play out. I did a I did a blog, I don't know, two, three weeks ago on defensive back recruiting and and where things were at with some of those guys. So take a look for, for that, that blog. And uh, Washington ha- is in on a lot of top guys. Um, this country is loaded with defensive backs and wide receivers. That's kind of the most plentiful positions that you see out there. And with the way that offenses are using them, you know, you're going to offer 20 to 30 wide receivers in a, in a, in a recruiting cycle. And it's going to kind of be the same at defensive back. If you combine safety and nickel and, and corner, you're going to offer 30 to 40 guys to cover those really talented receivers that are coming out. So just keep an eye out for that. That wraps up all the defensive backs, Huskies, safeties, corners, or whatever you want to call them. Quite a few guys there. So, again, we'll be breaking down each and every position on the team. And this is towards the tail end. We've only got, I think, one more to do. So uh, all the previous ones are on the site. And make sure to go to forums and Dogman Radio Archive. It's supposed to be nice on Sunday. Supposed to uh, actually supposed to be right, nice uh, both Saturday and Sunday. So if you're doing that yard work and need something to listen to, uh, just go to the Dogman Radio archive and there's quite a bit to listen to while you're getting your chores done so for all of us at dogman.com i'm kim grenells along with scott eckland go dogs